0: Good afternoon. We start with breaking news and the judge has just handed down his decision in Lisa Wilkinson's case against Network 10. She was asking for 10 to cover her costs in the defamation case against Bruce Lerriman. Live to Paul Kadak at Federal Court. Paul, good afternoon. What is the decision?
1: Good afternoon. This is a big win for the former host of the project in her battle to have Network 10 cover her now significant legal bills in her bid to fight off a defamation action by Bruce Lerriman. Lerriman is suing Lisa Wilkinson and Network 10 over the interview she did with Brittany Higgins about her allegedly being raped at Parliament House. Lerriman arguing that even though he was not named in that broadcast, he could be identified as the one who allegedly assaulted Higgins. Now, Lisa Wilkinson got her own lawyers separate from Ten's. The bill's more than $700,000 worth before the defamation trial actually began and they're likely to be more than a million dollars. Ten had argued it wasn't reasonable for Wilkinson to have separate lawyers refusing to pay but the judge has this afternoon ruled it was reasonable for Lisa Wilkinson to have a separate legal team but just how much Ten will have to pay will have to wait until the defamation case itself is decided because whoever wins could be entitled to have their bills paid by whoever loses. The judge says he expects to hand down his verdict
0: in the defamation case in March or early April. Paul Caddick with that breaking news from Federal Court. Thank you, Paul. Two people have been arrested after a siege in Sydney South West that lasted almost three hours. Live to Robert Avadia, who's at the scene. Rob, there was a huge police response there today.
2: Yeah, particularly big as you'll uh, see from these pictures uh, we're about to show now they involve the tactical operations unit the bearcat as well which is normally indicative of an imminent threat and that is certainly the perception police had when they received a call roughly 10 45 this morning from what i understand it was a woman saying she was in danger police were acting uh, under the impression that weapons were involved as well so they came to this property here in shepherd street liverpool they engaged in negotiations with a man for three hours. He was eventually arrested. No weapons were found, but in a surprise, the woman was arrested as well. Now, Right now, police are speaking to both of them at Liverpool Police Station. They're trying to get to the bottom of exactly how this has happened, whether it was a prank, whether there was a genuine threat at the time or even a misunderstanding. From what I understand, interpreters
0: are involved in the discussions this afternoon, Anne. Robert Avadia reporting live from Liverpool. Thanks, Rob. A man has died and more than 100,000 Victorian homes remain without power after a catastrophic storm swept across the state. Damaging winds and heavy rain lashing large parts of the southeast, lightning strikes, spiking bushfires in the west. As Chris Reason reports, the fire threat has now been downgraded, but the size of the loss of property is still unclear.
3: Good afternoon. These storms are the most destructive Victoria has faced in years and have caused one of the biggest blackouts in state history with half a million homes without power at one stage. The hardest hit areas ran between Melbourne's eastern suburbs down to the Mornington Peninsula and then east to Bansdale. It bucketed, in some places, visibility at absolute zero. This house in Clayton completely inundated. Water poured through the roof and ceilings. The winds were recorded at up to 157 kilometres an hour and today authorities confirming that a 50-year-old farmer was killed in Mirboo
2: North. Early indication is that he was on a tractor and that he was hit by some flying debris. The storms were the most destructive in years and years.
3: Statewide, the damage was clear to see this morning. Here, multiple high-volt transmission towers blown over that sent shockwaves through the grid. But authorities saying it was the fallen suburban poles and wires that caused the outages. Most homes will be back online by tomorrow night. Some, though, could be without power for up to a week.
0: The high destructive winds have caused incredible damage across large parts of our state. In terms of the response, we are still in the emergency response phase. This event is still ongoing.
3: Currently around 178,000 homes and businesses are still blacked out with losses mounting for some. This restaurant owner is saying she's lost $20,000 worth of frozen meat. And on top of all of this, Victoria has also been dealing with bushfires, twin emergencies, pushing crews to the limit. Five firefighters were injured, an unknown number of homes destroyed. It's only the second time since the Black Saturday fires of 2009 that Victoria's declared a catastrophic rating, but they say those fires are now under control. Back to you.
0: Thanks, Chris. There are promising signs the economy is improving, with Treasury officials confident the unemployment rate could be kept at a level not seen in decades. Live now to political reporter Isabel Mullen in Canberra. Izzy, it's also been revealed the government will spend big money advertising stage three tax cuts.
4: It has, Anne. $40 million is a number that has come out of Treasury today. The money hasn't been spent yet, but it's been set aside to advertise stage three tax changes right around the country. It could be spent on accommodation, billboards, digital advertising. The Minister for Finance, Katie Gallagher, defending the government's position, saying money is always spent on public information campaigns.
1: I'm just wondering what you might expect the public reaction to be to an expenditure of $40 million of public money on an advertising campaign for what is a modest tax benefit.
0: Well, it's up to $40 million. Uh, the, The cost of it is yet to be determined. Also out of Treasury today,
4: Secretary Stephen Kennedy stressed inflation is on track to fall to 2.75% next year. We've seen the weakest period of consumption since the global financial crisis in 2007-2008. Dr Kennedy says falling inflation has created a unique opportunity to keep the unemployment rate below 4% on an ongoing basis. It was 3.9% in December. The government is hoping it will ease even further. Those Stage 3 tax changes come into effect on the 1st of July. Anne.
0: Isabel Mullen reporting from Parliament House.